Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Local Podcast. Today, we've got a really bite-sized show for you. It's only uh, about 15, 16 minutes long. Very shareable. If you'd like to do something like that, I would appreciate it. Today, my guest is Lauren Hill. She's the director at the Westmoreland Food Bank. I think it's very important that you guys all hear about how you can get involved, whether you're donating or you're volunteering your time. Uh, The food bank is really helping out tons and tons of people in our area who are in need. So without further ado, please welcome Lauren Hill. Welcome to the local 724 podcast in three, two, one. Hello, this is Lauren. Hey, Lauren, it's Jordan. How are you? Hi, Jordan. I'm doing really well. How are you? I'm doing great. I just wanted to thank you for uh, taking the time to join us for an episode today. Absolutely. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Uh, Thrilled to talk with you and talk a little bit about the food bank and and all of the fun things we have going on here. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, I'll try not to take up too much of your time, but um, I just wanted to call and really just kind of talk about you know, how this is all affecting you guys at the food bank. Yes, <laughs> we are certainly affected um, as everyone's life is certainly affected right now uh, in some manner or another. Um, we have been incredibly busy since about mid-March, uh, the beginning of the spread of the COVID-19 pandemic throughout the United States and more specifically Pennsylvania. It had um, been spreading elsewhere, but Pennsylvania is when we really started to uh, see more need, uh, and as well as having to adjust our operations. So it has been, um, we're basically operating in a completely different manner than we were just 30 days prior. So it's amazing how much can happen in a month. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty crazy to see like how everybody's adapting to all of these new changes and things. I, it just is, it's wild to me that everyone is just, uh, you know, so able to do that so fast. What kind of changes um, have you guys made to your normal processes? So we are, um, of course, we're seeing an increased need from the community. So we have had, um, you know, very high unemployment rates across the state as well as locally here in Westmoreland County. Um, So we typically, prior to the pandemic, we were serving about 18,000 people uh, every month. Uh, And those 18,000 people were in about 7,500 households. So those numbers would fluctuate from month to month. um, But that was our normal per se. Um, We are definitely seeing an increased uh, amount of people seeking assistance. Um, They're calling us, contacting us through um, our website or or social media and asking for assistance with food or where they can go um, and, you know, what what they need to do in order to, to receive assistance from us. So that has definitely changed. So that is more of our external changes um, that are going on within the community. Um, internally here, we have made a lot of changes to the way that we um, distribute. So just as a little bit of background information, I'm not sure if um, you yourself or others may be familiar. Um, a food bank, you know, we're a nonprofit organization, um, and we take food that would otherwise be wasted or disposed of uh, and distribute it to those in need. So we source food from retailers, manufacturers, uh, and community donations primarily. Okay, um, and then we partner with yeah. we partner with about sixty six partner agencies throughout the community that distribute that food. So chances are, wherever someone is within the county. Um, we have a partner agency near them that can help them with food. So 
uh, currently, or I should say prior to mid-March, um, we would deliver that food to um, our community sites um, and then really dedicated, awesome volunteers would unpack and organize all of that food for distribution at those locations. So with all of the social distancing recommendations, um, you know, coming out and, and the changes, the CDC recommendations, you know, the, the food bank really recognized that how we were traditionally doing things would not be appropriate um, and, and also, um, you know, could really cause concern for our community volunteers who we, you know, just appreciate and rely on so much. So we made the decision to prepack all of the food boxes for the entire county <laughs> here within our warehouse. So that is the biggest change Um for us personally, uh, internally here within the organization is instead of sending all of that food out to our locations on pallets and in trucks, now we are um, pre-boxing everything here so that we can uh, much more easily distribute things um, to, to our people in need um, without having to um, rely on so many volunteers handling product and passing product around. And so really we can comply with social distancing as best as possible. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's, those are, those are humongous changes. Yes. In, in less than 30 days. So (laughs) it's, it's so wild to think that like, you know, you guys have had these processes, uh, you know, going on for, for probably ever. And then all yep. of a sudden, you know, 30 days, boom, there's a new word, uh, a new world and, uh, Absolutely. you know, something you got to adapt to. But, um, we, we have, oh, I apologize. We've been, um, keeping things going since 1982. That's when the organization was founded. So to, uh, completely reverse your, your processes, uh, within 30 days after you've been doing it since 1982, uh, it's been a learning curve for many, but we are adapting as best we can. And, um, just doing what we need to do in order to get the food out to those in need. Yeah. And that's amazing that you guys are doing that. And, you know, everybody in the community, very thankful uh, for you guys and the volunteers that go and do this on a normal basis. And especially now uh, that, you know, you guys have this, this extra huge hurdle to get over. But um, did you guys see any uh, increase or loss in, uh, in any volunteers? So, yes and no. <laughs> um, within our communities, uh, at our food pantries, there are definitely concerns with um, volunteers being able to be there to distribute food. Uh, many of our community food pantry volunteers um, are uh, young retirees, um, but unfortunately, because they're in that 60 and over group, they are more susceptible um, to this pandemic uh, and uh, under recommendations from the CDC, a lot of those individuals are choosing um, to stay home, which is absolutely fine. We certainly want them to be healthy. So we we cannot fault uh, any volunteers for, for not wishing to volunteer during this time. Um, so while we have lost some of our regular dedicated volunteers, um, we have gained some other um idle working or idle work, excuse me, out of work, um, folks that, you know, have maybe are able to work from home or modify their schedule, um, or perhaps some of those that are facing unemployment themselves right now that have a little bit more time on their hands. Um, and they have contacted us and are willing to come and help. So, um, just, uh, I pulled the numbers here briefly. So we have had 760 three 
volunteer shift opportunities filled here at the warehouse um, just since mid March. So wow. we have it's it's incredible. So the community response. Um, while in some places we're concerned, um, the community has really been awesome uh, with helping us to to make these changes. And you know we're we're letting them know as well that you know we're making these changes. We we won't always be operating this way, but we really need your help. Uh, and the community has definitely answered that plea. So that's been uh, a very um, we're very grateful for that. Definitely, that's awesome. Congrats, Westmoreland County. Thank oh my you. Gosh. I know. <laughs> that's so cool. I like, I love the fact that, you know, people are really stepping up and I'm seeing a lot of the restaurants around here, uh, that are, you know, giving away free meals and trying to help in any way that they can. Um, it's just, it's such a cool thing to see everybody kind of coming together in the, in the face of, uh, you know, something so crappy. Um, we, I agree. We have been, I apologize. I agree. We have been, uh, saying this, it seems like for days now on end or weeks or months, but you know, we are, our motto these last couple of weeks has been, um, we're all in this together. And I've heard other people say that in other places as well, but it is true. You know, it, it's going to take the community's response, um, in order to get through this. And, and the community has been wonderful, uh, as far as supporting us as an organization. And we uh, greatly appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I saw my wife showed me the clip of the uh, all the traffic going to the uh, the food bank in Pittsburgh, and yep. uh, I assume you saw that. <laughs> we we did, yes, yeah. we did. <laughs> um, I I don't know why. I just assumed that it was it was a clip from like California or something because it was just there was so much traffic. I just was like, oh my gosh, look at look at this. And I said something about California and my wife was like, no, that's Pittsburgh. And I was like, oh my God. And, um, have you guys seen like, you know, tons of, of waiting and traffic and lines and stuff like that at your facility? Uh, we have not. So, but one thing important to note here is that, um, we distribute, we're using a different type of distribution model. So okay. we've chose not to do the, um, drive through type of, um, distribution that Pittsburgh has set up, um, we're finding that we're able to meet the needs of the community um, through our existing partner agency relationships throughout the county. Um, of course, we have plans in place if for whatever reason those uh, partnerships or um, you know volunteers within the community, if, if things start to change and we're not able to support the community need through our existing uh, distribution locations and and, uh, pantry relationships, uh, we would definitely uh, entertain some other options. But at this time, we are not um, choosing that particular type of distribution model. And it's not that there's anything wrong with it per se. It's just not what fits the needs of our organization at this time. Yeah, I had no idea if you guys were doing both uh, types of things, if you were shipping things out or if, you know, you you were also having people come in if they needed to. But that's awesome that you're you were able to figure out, you know, how to get the get everything to the people that need it uh, quickly and efficiently. That's very awesome. Um, So on top of like just kind of what's happening and things, do you like the all the new volunteers that have come in? uh, do you, do you think that a lot of them will stick around and, and really help out? 
Um, I think that some of them have definitely, um, you know, they've made it aware, made us aware that they've had such a great experience and they want to come back. Um, a lot of the other ones are um, younger folks that are just off work right now. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, I have a feeling when they go back to work, they're not quite going to have as much time to volunteer, although we would welcome them to come uh, yeah. if at any time they're available. So we're hopeful that we've made some new friends uh, throughout this en- endeavor. We're trying to focus on the positives here. And if that means we've made some, some new volunteers, some new friendships, uh, you know, that's, that's definitely something we want to focus on. Yeah. That's awesome. That's really cool. I hope that uh, a lot of those people stick around and, uh, you know, find a way to go back to work and get back to normal and also, uh, donate some of their time. So that's pretty, that would be pretty awesome. Is there a way that, uh, you know, other people that are listening to this podcast right now, are, are there are there ways that people can get out there and get in touch with you guys to help out or to donate or anything like that? Absolutely. <laughs> Let's hear it. So anyone that's interested in volunteering, we would ask that they go to our website. Um, it's westmorelandfoodbank.org. Um, and right on our website, there is, um, you can click on become a volunteer. Uh, and you can read through the criteria for volunteering uh, as well as navigate certain opportunities. Um, there are currently, um, we have it uh, classified as disaster response, um, and that is the box packing events that we're currently doing in our warehouse. So those are not regular events throughout the year. These are just um, in response to the pandemic. Um, and we have shifts starting um, as soon as April 13th, so that would be this coming Monday. Uh, we have both morning and afternoon shifts, and they're typically two-hour shifts uh, where we would ask an individual to come to our warehouse here in Delmont uh, to help prepack these food boxes. Um, we also have a Saturday opportunity available uh, on April 25th in the morning from about 9 to 11.30. But we would ask that they go to the website to sign up for any of those opportunities so that we can get them registered and, and um, read about the guidelines as well as sign a waiver prior to um, coming here that day. So as far as donating goes, um, purchasing boxes, purchasing all of this additional food and, and distributing in this manner is, is very costly for the organization. So this is not uh, I have been saying, you know, pandemics are not something you can predict in a budget. So many of these expenses right. um, were certainly not budgeted for. Um, so the organization is is facing um, extreme costs uh, related to this. Uh, so we would definitely ask uh, if anybody wishes to donate money. Um, that is uh, really what we need most at this time. So we have had some people ask if they could do food drives for us or drop off foods. Um, and unfortunately, we have had to suspend any food drive initiatives at this time, um, mainly just because we don't want to put people at risk while collecting or sorting that food. It requires a lot of touching and sorting, um, boxing and shelving, as well as we're not sure where that food may have been prior to coming into our warehouse. So it's right. really just to keep everyone safe. Um, so at this time, we are really putting out a plea just for monetary donations, um, Again, people can visit our website at westmorelandfoodbank.org. And right on the homepage there, you can click on Make a Donation, and you can make it via credit card through the website. 
Um, or if someone wishes to mail a check, um, they can make it out to Westmoreland Food Bank uh, and mail it to 100 Devonshire Drive, Delmont, PA, 15626. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, that makes so much sense because, you know, the money that you guys would get, you guys know what to buy. You guys know the items that are good to buy and things like that. And a lot of times people, I've heard that, you know, a lot of times people donate things and, you know, unfortunately they're not usable and you guys end up having to, to get rid of that stuff anyway. So it's very good that, um, you know, people can donate money and things and then have you guys, you know, allocate those funds to, to how they should be used. That is definitely um, what we're needing most at this time. And one thing important to note that um, a lot of people typically aren't aware of is that uh, we are able to purchase at wholesale cost. So that, let's say, $5 that you or I may donate, um, we can stretch that much, much, much further than if you or I were to take that $5 to the grocery store and buy $5 worth of food. So uh, that's another reason why donating money at this time is is really helpful because, as you mentioned, we can allocate those funds um, where we need them most to really uh, make the best use of, of the donated dollars. Very awesome. I wanted to thank you so much for being on. Did you have any uh, any any other information that you think would be very helpful for the public to know? Um, just if anyone needs assistance with food, um, I know that this is a very um, difficult time for a lot of people. Maybe someone is, is facing job loss uh, at a time where they never thought they would or um, just, you know, struggling with with purchasing food for their family, we would ask them to please call us. Um, We're happy to take their phone call. Um, We uh, have staff here that are fielding calls and assessing needs and directing people to any resources uh, that we can. Um, So we definitely want people, you know, we always say if you're in need of help or you'd like to help, uh, please give us a call. So the best phone number to call is 724-468-8660. Uh, And if you need assistance with food, um, you would dial extension 10. But um, that really is is the point that I want to drive the most is that if if there is someone out there that is in need, um, we definitely want to talk with them and and try to address that need as best we can and, and get them connected to resources to help them and their family. Yeah. It's really important. I mean, don't be shy, reach out, you know, these people are here to help and, uh, you know, it's an amazing thing, you know, what you guys are doing. I did want to ask, just so this really drives the point home for everybody listening, you guys were supplying, um, what What did you say in the beginning? You guys were supplying how many people uh, on a normal uh, day? On a normal month. So yeah. we have a monthly um, number. We typically would serve around 18,000 individuals within 7,500 households. Right. Um, and just within the last month, we are already seeing an increase in those numbers. Yeah. So it's already beyond that. So if anybody out there can help, you know, give monetarily or donate uh, your time, your effort into helping pack boxes. And certainly if you need help, please do call them and uh, see what you can see, what you can get uh, figured out for you. But uh, Lauren, Thank you so much for being on the show. I truly appreciate you coming on and giving us some time. 
Absolutely. Thank you so much, Jordan. Thank you for uh, helping us shine light, uh, you know, on, on those vulnerable within our communities and, and the work that we're doing to try to address that and, and serve them the best we can. Absolutely. I'm proud to do it. All right. Thank you so much, Jordan. Take care. Stay All healthy. Right. You too. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. All right. There she goes. Lauren Hill, the director of the Westmoreland Food Bank. Please go and check out their website for more details. Get out there and do whatever you can. If you are in a position right now that you're able to send a check or a donation to the food bank, please do it. Please do it. Uh, Because there are plenty of people out there who could use the help. Or if you're in a rough spot monetarily right now and you can't afford to send a donation, but you would like to help and volunteer your time to go pack those boxes, then please get a hold of them and go do that. It's such an amazing opportunity that we all have right now to give back to our communities and really come together as an entire nation. So please visit their site, call that phone number that Lauren gave us, and uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We'll see you next time.